You're now tuned into the RLE Show, live to air each and every Thursday night at 9 p.m. I want to welcome everyone into the RLE Show, Inside A9, the only show where you hear the unheard, ladies and gentlemen. I go by the name of Mr. Equality alongside DJ Cow. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? How are we doing tonight? Ladies and gentlemen, we got a special guest in the building. Actually, we got a couple of special guests in the building. Uh, one goes by the name of Amira. We got Mindful in the building. That's Mindful with two L's. We got Vivid in the building. I want to welcome all of you guys into the RLE show. The only show where you hear the unheard. I don't know if you guys know too much about the show. I'll give you a little premise about it. Um, I felt like... Well, not me. We felt like, you know, the South Asian artists were not being heard too much. And we wanted to give them a little platform um, to kind of show off their talent so that we can be heard. Um, so I want to welcome you guys in here. Thank you so much for coming in. Amir, I want to say congratulations on your brand new EP. It was phenomenal, by the way. Just short and sweet. Just short and sweet. I want to get right into it. Uh how how did this team even come about? Is my was my curiosity from the get go? Because you guys were working on projects. I always talked to mindful about it, and he showed me like a few things here and there. Um, and then this EP came about, and four out of four were all bangers. Talk to me a little about how this how this team came about. Well, honestly, like this team came about Instagram originally. So you know, I was just looking at my DMs, and I saw that mindful DM me, and was like, hey, you know, let's work. Obviously, being a new artist, I'm always down to collaborate with people, and I think, you know, it's, it's nice to meet people in our community, and I was like, yeah, like, say less, like, you know, let's do it, let's work. Um, so, you know, eventually we got to talking, and then we set up a studio session at V's, uh, you know, studio, yeah. and so, you know, it was me, V, and Mindful, and we were just chilling, and, you know, we decided, hey, like, let's see kind of what we can do tonight. Yeah. So, actually, that same night, we made the song In the Club, which is actually on the EP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then we made After Hours, so we banged out two tracks, and just automatically, yeah, like, there was just oh, a lot wow. of chemistry, you know? So, After Hours came way, like, way before yeah. with, with that song. So, what made you put out After Hours first? Because that's on my playlist. That's on my playlist all day, every day. I feel like we put on After Hours first because, you know, for exa- you know we, we released After Hours in the winter. It was near kind of like Valentine's. Yeah. And, you know, like those times are more chill. It's winter. It's cuddle season. You yeah. want to cuddle with your boo. Yeah. Or, you know. So mm. I feel like when I think about, you know, releasing music and stuff, I think about the seasons. I think about the times. You know, yeah. In the Club was a very fun song. You want to dance. You want to have fun, you know. Whereas, like, you know, um... After Hours is more chill. So I think exactly. I think that's kind of why we decided that. Plus, After Hours was, like, finished, done. We were 100 about it. You know, in the club, we wanted to touch up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that makes total sense. Because that was, like, a smooth R&B track, like, that you'd hear, you know, like, early 2000s kind yeah. of thing. How long have you been doing this, then? How long have you, like, have you, how long have you been writing and doing music for? So, funny enough, like, I've been singing ever since I can imagine. I mean, that's kind of, like, all the way down to my family, so. Growing up, I've always been singing, but in terms of taking this more seriously and writing, yeah. I would say, you know, early last year, maybe in July, is when I released my first, you know, debut single, Like Wow. Me. Okay. Yeah, so since then, you know, I, thank you, yeah, <laughs> and, and it was fun, you know, like, yeah. I just kind of found a knack for it, and eventually I just thought, you know, let me just take a gamble and just try it out, you know, it's yeah. something that I enjoy to do, so I might as well do something with it, and it just kind of came naturally. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I want to get into your first track. Um, that probably my favorite. Um, you know what? What's, what's 
your favorite track of the EP? <laughs> I want to know what your favorite is before I see what my favorite is. Oh, that's a great question. I mean, I love all the tracks. I think they all have a very different vibe of their own. But I think my personal favorite would be Not The One. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's what my favorite one was. Yeah. Because that was live. Yeah, it was, it was super different. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one I'm playing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Get into Amira. The song goes by the name of Not The One. Produced by Mindful. Engineered by Vivid. Vivid. Let's get into that right now. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, you are now tuned into the RLE show inside A9. The only show where you hear the unheard. Once again, we got Amira in the building. We got Mindful and V. Vivid. Viddy. Either way, man. I love yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever you remember. I, whatever honestly, whatever really they remember. Whatever. <laughs> Just search it on Instagram and follow me. <laughs> <laughs> right? That, that's what matters. Well, my phone is still Vinesh the Barber. That's <laughs> 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 what it is, dude. Oh. It's all good. But yo, while we were listening to that track, uh, we were talking about independent artists and, um, you know, like where these last guys were from, um, the FS Prod and Vidi and Vinu. Uh, being from Europe and, you know, how the culture is there. We're talking about that. And we're talking about specifically how these songs are doing there because they have no idea. I was telling them that, like, a lot of people in Europe, they all support one another's, uh, the local arts that they have. There. It's kind of like Atlanta. Like, when Migos is coming yeah. out, you know, everyone from Atlanta is Everyone's bumping Migos. Yep. You know, same thing with, with Drake. Toronto with Drake, you know, when The Weeknd came out, we... We instantly love them. We instantly give them, give them love, everything. Support, yeah. Yeah. yeah, give them that support, which is which is crazy to see. Uh, my, I'll give you this question, man. Like, because I know with your Punjabi, uh, the Punjabis they like, predominantly go with independent music. Yeah, just like just single artists. Whereas, like Tamil and Indian people, they have the music only comes from the movies. So straight out of the cinema is where you're getting the music from. How do you think like? That these Bangra songs are doing so well. Honestly, man, I think it's just the culture. Like, like there's obviously a huge um, Punjabi population. And UK, um, and stuff. UK here, US, everywhere. here especially. Vancouver's blowing up right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, honestly, man, like I can speak for myself, but like we're we're very heavily involved in the arts and in music since for sure up as kids oh for sure so i think inherently like it just it just comes natural like people just want to make music people want to groove people want to yeah. dance people want to you know just enjoy themselves actually like yeah everyone's wants to enjoy themselves you know so i've been to a few punjabi receptions where i had to yeah. go and dj you dj one of my sisters actually <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i dj on my sister yeah. so the way it goes down right so you walk into the reception you set up all the music and um MC will be like, okay, um, here's the groom's parents, here are the bride's parents, yeah. here are the groom's siblings, here are the groom's, sorry, the bride's siblings, and here's now the bride and groom. Everyone claps their hands, they sit down, and then they say, the MC goes, all right, guys, the buffet is now open, <laughs> the bar is now open, and so is the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> all at the same time. time. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh. yo, and nobody goes to the bar. Well, 
No, the, the uncles. No, no, the they're the definitely bar. at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> right, the more times, job. more times, they don't even want you to close the bar yeah, during yeah. that. <laughs> even during the entrances, yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, cheers, yeah. guys. Yeah. You know? oh, wait, there's no cocktail hour. Like, no, no, there is a cocktail there's hour, but no one shows up for it. But after that entrance happens, the party begins right away. No games allowed. Like, just okay. So you either you grab your drink and you get on the dance floor, or you get on the dance floor and then go get your drink. It's it's insane, and I love seeing that they really do. Enjoy music. So you got right into the hip hop industry, or did you start somewhere else? Like, what was your musical background? Um, I think I've always been really into R and B. Like R and B has been something that I've really loved, just because naturally, like I'm a singer and I yeah. love to sing. So I've always tapped into R and B. Growing up, my aunts would always blast R and B, so I was just really encompassed with that kind of music. Who were you listening to? I was listening to like Mario, Tony yeah. Braxton, okay, okay. Houston, yes. MJ, yes. like you know, like Neo, you know, like so, all those old ones. So late nineties to early two thousands. Exactly. Yeah. So I really the grew up around that. Yeah, R&B the gold, the golden facts. era for sure. You know, but I've also listened to hip hop. Like I love my rap music. Yeah. I love like the new trap that's coming in. Like I really vibe with it. So I think for me, like I was like, you know, I want to do R and B, but I also don't want to be so like bound into a genre. You know, yeah. like as a singer, like I have a potential to tap into different kind of genres. So why mm-hmm. not even explore that? Mm-hmm. So exactly. I think you know, like as I've started to develop my sound with Mindful and V, you know, we've tried to tap into different things. You know, so you can even tell on the EP we have like some really fast songs, but then we got like private dancer which is exactly. slow and sultry yeah, yeah, yeah. and we got not the one which is more of that hip hop that mm-hmm. rap element you know so we like to we wanted to tap into different sounds and see how much can you really do yeah yeah which is amazing to see cuz it is a very diverse album um but usually when i so you said you started last last year yeah but you jumped right into the hip hop scene the r&b scene mm-hmm. um like have you ever thought about maybe getting into like Bollywood or so where where are you from? So I'm Pakistani. Pakistani, yeah. So like, yeah, so like Bollywood as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever thought about trying to tap in there at all? You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I'm not. I'm not really like a big um, Bollywood uh, like listener. Like, I don't really yeah. listen to a lot of like Hindi music and stuff. You mm-hmm. know, but I do vibe with it, and I think um, you know my goal is to try to incorporate some kind of elements of Bollywood into my music moving forward. Yeah. I don't know if I'm necessarily on that mindset where I want to sing something in Hindi, but I'm not opposed to it, you know? Yeah. I just think my Hindi is not so strong, so I would probably need to sit down with, like, a songwriter who probably, you know, sings Hindi or, like, Urdu music yeah. and try to be able to know how to pronounce words properly, but exactly. I've always had a love for it. You know, I've grown up watching, like, old movies like Gabi Kushi Gabi Gum, Mehuna, like, yeah. you know, like, all the, so, so, like, those are OG movies, and like yeah. you know the jams are pretty blessed too so like I love that music but yeah it's something that I would definitely consider moving forward that's crazy yeah well what I'm trying to get into here is like what what were your parents uh, listening to when they were growing up oh man um, <laughs> that's a tough question um, my parents were listening to honestly a little bit of everything. Yeah. You know, my dad is really into rock in like eighties. You know, mm-hmm. okay, so okay. growing up, like I would always be hearing like rock in the car and like you know just like nice like you know sometimes metal like just just different variations of that. Yeah. You know, and my mom was more into like. It's kind of the same thing, actually, I would say. You know, my mom is born in the 70s, so she grew up kind of listening to, like, rock as well and alternative rock and also a little bit of hip-hop. And, you know, like, when Biggie was in and Tupac, she was listening to those guys as well. So I would say it was pretty diverse. We'd have, like, rap and hip-hop, but then we'd have, like, rock and, and, you know, metal as well. So Yeah. Yeah. So 
obviously me- making music, it every track takes a long time. You know, I've, I've been in the booth with Mindful and uh, Envy on numerous occasions, and I, I know how much work goes into each track, and it's kind of like a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Um, with you having to be in the booth so much and, you know, you focusing on music so hard, which I which I think, at least based on your music, um, what do your parents think about it? And, like, how do they, how they like, what do they say? Are you supportive, unsupportive? Do they, they ask you, go, you know, go find a job at the bank. <laughs> like, no, like, go back to school. Yeah, right, very classic. Go be a lawyer, you know? Go be a lawyer, a doctor, you know? Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> business music, business. The oh, yeah. yeah. Not dissing the accountant. Yeah. Trust me, either the doctor. No, you know what, man? Like, I have to say, shout out to my parents. Um, They've been very supportive throughout this whole process. And I think the reason why they're super supportive is because they've seen that passion for music since yeah. I was, like, a child, you know? My whole life, I always wanted to tap into this industry. I just yeah. never knew how, and I never had the tools and the resources and the team, you know? Yeah, exactly. And now that I've finally established, like, a really good team, and, you know, we all have a very similar goal, they're seeing that progression as well of, of yeah. me as an artist, and I think that's also showing them, hey, you know what? She actually has a shot. Like, let's yeah. give her our full support. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, like, being a parent, you want your child to, you know, be financially stable, have good education. Exactly. I went to university. I did what they wanted me to do. What did you do in university? Um, I studied business, and I okay. went to U of T, so, you know. Nice. Yeah, so I, at least I did that for them, you know. I was exactly. like, you know, I'm doing it for me, but I'm also doing it for you, yeah. but now let me pursue what I really want to do, exactly. and let's gamble a little bit. And mm-hmm. if the cars don't go in my favor, I have a fallback, right? So yeah. that's yeah. kind of what they want. What, what would you say the hardest song was to make on the EP? So you got dropped to the floor in the club, not the one in Private Dancer. Guy, yeah, I don't even remember, fam. All easy. of them were so easy and so <laughs> no seamlessly done. No Honestly, way. though. Real, just catch a vibe, quick, right? Yeah, quick, just catch a vibe. <laughs> I think the, the team was strong. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. We, we have very good chemistry but The thing is, yeah, like, yeah. Like you said, you have to have the chemistry. Like, you have to click. Yeah. Before you can make any music, before mm-hmm. you can do anything creative yeah, yeah. together, you got to be yeah. able to make sure you guys... If I don't like you, even if you're the best artist, like, if I don't like you, I can't... I can't do anything with you. I can't, yeah, you can't, I can't force, tolerate you. You can't force it. Yeah. yeah. If you if you don't like us, for example, right now, how could you have an interview with us? Exactly. Right, yeah. right. Same Absolutely. No, right? so for sure. And like you know, music for all of us is we're tapping into our vulnerable side. Like mm-hmm. even by yeah. making beats and producing, like you know, that's vulnerable as well. You're showing a creative side of you to someone that you don't even know. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So like the fact mm-hmm. that like we're able to tap into those sides and experiment things with each other, like yeah. I think that's what makes it so effortlessly like you know, well, because yeah. we're able to just trust each other. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Let's get into the next track. This next track goes by the name of Unne Thedum. It's by our girl Sarika Navanathan and produced by our boy Steve Cliff. This next song we got going on right now goes by the name of Cabbage. Artist by the name of Pockets. Shout out to GCHP, WNF. Here we go. Welcome back to the RLE show. Locked and loaded inside A9, the only show where you hear the unheard. We got Amira, mindful, be in the building. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks Thank for having us. You like the dramatic buzz? <laughs> yeah. like I was wondering what was about to go on. I was like, surprises, man. I just had a heart attack. <laughs> didn't know what he was going to say. Yeah, right? <laughs> what he's doing. Mira just dropped her new EP. Goes by the name of Vibes. You can catch it on Spotify. Spotify, Apple, Apple. YouTube, yes. SoundCloud, yeah, Audio Magic. We got it all the time. We got it all, yeah. yo. Everything, yo. Everything. Everything. You can catch the vibes, man. <laughs> by Amira. 
produced and engineered by Mindful and Vivid. My old barber, man, if you guys don't know. <laughs> he's gonna cut my hair no more. <laughs> he's too busy making so those bad. bags, <laughs> making those beats. Make more money off of beats. Yeah. <laughs> if you can catch him in the barbershop. Yo, he low-key almost brought his clippers today. No way. <laughs> you just gonna catch him off. I'm like, yo, man. I see him plugging get... his clippers. I'm like, yo, you bring it back? I need a, I need a quick touch up. Yo, yo, so you're not cutting no more, man? Yeah, that could have been a good COVID job, you know? Like, you know, one, two, thing. Uh, you know, people call me and they offer me a good price. I'm not gonna deny. I'm saying, like, you know, garage thing, 50 bucks a cut. You make a nice 50 bucks, more like an 80 to 100. Oh, you know what? Cut is $40 yes. now? Like, yep. bare minimum, $40. Yeah, minimum for a haircut right now, I would say, is like $40, $50 with a beard, right? Yep. Plus yep. a tip. Yep. Yeah. Right? That's I mean, almost as girls as much as a girl cut. Yeah. But did girls yeah, but guys get their haircut weekly? Well, that's weekly. that was the thing. thing. Yeah. But did the, girl, the girls' barber went up? Like the salons, did they raise their prices? I haven't gone there. It's still COVID out here. I actually cut my own hair during COVID. Oh, so okay. Wow. Oh, really? okay. Yeah, I did. Multi-talented. Yeah, multi-talented. 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 So, You're right. Hit up haircuts by, hair. hair. hair by Amira. <laughs> Cuts by Amira. Yeah, you know. That's great. You can have the barbershop bumping your own tracks. Of course, yo. That's what it is. Good, man. I want to know, Amira, man. Like, who inspires you? Like, musically, I'm assuming, right? I hope so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who inspires me? Unless you're trying to be an actress, too. <laughs> you know, I was actually... I was a, I was a lead actress in my school play, eh? In grade oh, wow. eight. No, Nutcracker? No, it's oh. called Binti's Journey, so... <laughs> I was going Rapunzel. You got, like, <laughs> no. long hair going on. <laughs> yeah, that would have been fun. That would have been sick. Well, you know, honestly, like... I think one of my biggest inspirations in music, um, I think I would say is The Weeknd, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I really like The Weeknd. Personally, I'm a fan, but I also really admire his craft. You know, he's able to tap into kind of what's trending, but also use, like, his melodic voice to still make people remember who he is. Yeah. And, you know, I, I really I really like that a lot, you know. And I think another artist that really inspires me, I'm surprised I didn't say this one first, but it would be Rihanna. Yeah. You know? Nice. And the reason why I really like Rihanna is because she's, she's very, very versatile, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And that's something that I really respect as an artist. It's like, you can't stay in one pocket all the time, yeah. otherwise you'll get so drowned out. Yeah. And Rihanna doesn't do that, you know. She's very, like, unique with her albums. She, she likes to try different things. Yeah. And as an yeah. artist, you know, that's something that I want to do, too. I want to be able to try different things and tap into like working with Coldplay, yeah, you know, exactly. working with Calvin Harris, yeah. but then also tapping in with Drake and, yeah. you know, like having those kind of artists that are in different genres, but be able to collaboratively work together. You know, that's yeah. something that, that really inspires me. And then on top of just being like a badass, she also has a makeup company. She mm-hmm. has a lingerie yeah. company. So as a businesswoman too, I really, I really respect that. I heard she's getting into cookware too. Yeah. I heard that what? too. Yeah, she's yeah, man. You. Yeah, yeah. she's got a machine. Yo, she's a woman, <laughs> and then she's also like a bad bee. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's just she got the whole package. So like, how do you get into Cookware. Like, so and when you're Rihanna, Stewart? you could do yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Martha Stewart. <laughs> Martha Stewart I don't know Jeez. if you guys know about Rihanna's startup. The, she's actually from Barbados, mm. and mm-hmm. she was like a 17 year old, you know, random kid. Like Pondy Replay. Exactly. Mm. Pondy Replay. And Pondy. it was actually Jay Z who had flew flew her out to L. A. or New York, and yeah. then she had sung for him, and then you know he had given her the record. And yeah. she signed to uh, Rockaware label, and then she started Def Jam. Rock yeah. Jam. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so 
My question to you now is Rihanna got her big break from Jay-Z. Right. Now, let's say tomorrow, you know, you walk into a club and, and, and you see at the corner somebody that you think can give, maybe give you the elevator of life to the stardom that you want. Mm-hmm. Who do you think that artist would be and why would you want that artist to be? Like, Jay-Z, uh, Jay-Z was Rihanna's, right? Wow, what a great question. So who do you think is going to take you to that level oh, of, of, of <laughs> expertise and... Independence. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say, like, I, you know, I feel like nowadays the advantage of being an artist is it's really easy to get your stuff out on a platform, mm-hmm. you know? It's not hard. Mm-hmm. And there's so many... It's, it's a different yeah, game, totally. you know? Like, as an artist back in Rihanna's day, you know, you needed someone to give you that big break because you didn't have social media making mm-hmm. your music go viral. Yeah. You didn't have TikTok. You didn't have Instagram yeah. or Twitter no or Spotify. Facebook. Nothing. No Spotify, no. nothing. It was YouTube. You and then it was... You a laptop to, like, record yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Press up the vinyls, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing, you know? Like, And I feel like... If I were to meet someone, it would be more for an opportunity to network, you know, to be yeah. like, hey, what's up? You know, I make music, you know, I'm an independent artist. Let's see what's up. Let's yeah. vibe out. Let's, you know, let's get to know each other more. Maybe we yeah. can work together, you know. I think building network and, and building those connections is kind of how you're going to get yourself up there. Because yeah. at this point, everyone can make music. Everyone can release things. You know, you go on DistroKid, you go on TuneCore, you go on all these things. You just pay a fee and you, you get your music out there, you know. Yeah. It's easy. Not even too much. And I think well, what would entice you? Yeah, like... You're telling, what me, what you're telling me Drake not in the corner of the club? You're you not, know, you're okay. not going to slide in that EP to him? Like, you're on. right, you're right. Okay. Are you giving him the EP or are you giving him after hours? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know that. You give him the I would give him the EP straight. I would, right. Yeah, I would give him the EP because I would... I give him the unreleased. You better give him... That's what I would yeah, give him the unreleased. Yeah, true. I'd be like, I'd be like yo, here's the EP, <laughs> but here's some, you know, unreleased yeah, in, right, in the back. EPs are Message me and mindful. Yo, guys, look look who I found, bro. Wish you sent me the tracks, <laughs> yeah, but I feel like Drake would be, you know, if I saw Drake, I'd probably want to low-key connect with him in that regard, you know, yeah. he has OVO, you know, who wouldn't, you know, if I saw The weekend, yeah, if I saw The weekend, if I saw Rihanna, I'd be like, listen, girl, like, I don't know if you have your own record label right now, but let's start a thing, you know, yeah, sign yeah. me, fam, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. so like, yeah, I think like those artists, because I, I look up to them, they inspire me, it would, it would entice me to want to work with them, you know, on that yeah. level. But independence is, is the way to go key, right now, you know? It's key. And then as far as independence go, who are the independent artists that you would want to work with in the future yeah. that is up and coming right now that you're that you're like, ooh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, that's a great question. I mean, you know, um, one independent artist that I, I absolutely love, his name is Rizla, you know? And oh, yeah. I think he is just super talented this guy like every track that he puts out it's such a vibe it's such a banger and i think you know he would be a great person to work with and him and i are friends and like Mm -hmm. you know we even talk about working together and i feel like our vibe is good we would match actually we're in talks you know with working with rizla right now yeah Yeah. oh yeah he did i don't don't favor a lot of people's music on my spotify playlist but I low-key liked his song. And like as soon as that I forgot this song, man. But as soon as that song comes on, like I'm just automatically like, yo, this is the record. Like this yeah. is, like the way it's just written. It's so simple. The thing yeah. is like a lot of like these records can be done in a way where it sounds like it's forced. Yeah. It doesn't sound like that with it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know? very like, natural. It sounds very authentic. It, it is. Shirt, yes. You know? You can you can you can hear the Toronto in him. 
at the same time, yeah. it's its own vibe. It's raw. It's so shout out Rizza. Markham. Shout out Rizzy, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right out of Markham, too. Right out of Markham. Yeah, he's a Markham guy. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Rizza, yo, pull up, dog. Yo, we in Markham, too. We love you. Pull up. A couple of intersections away, Seriously. So, I know you said you liked working, like you would like to work with Rihanna. For a few of her platinum double platinum, triple platinum tracks, they've been written by someone else. I know you you write your own music. Yeah. Um, what's your take on, you know, having a ghostwriter or someone someone else write your own music? Honestly, I don't have any negative input towards that. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. you know what, it takes a team, you know, to make a masterpiece. Yeah. And I think it's really important to collab, you know. Sometimes, yeah. you know, I'll be in the booth and I'll have trouble with my lyrics V and, and Mindful pop up and they're like, hey, Amira, why don't you try this, this, and this? You know, yeah. like, why don't you think about this melody? So, exactly, right? So, we're, yeah. always, we're always working together. We're always yeah. trying to collaborate and help each other. And I think having a songwriter is just going to elevate you yeah. even more, you know? Exactly. It's not going to bring you down. You know, I'll have a melody that's great. I'll have some lyrics that are also great, too. But let's say a songwriter is now in the mix. The songwriter might be like, you know what? How about you say this, actually? You know, it might sound a little better. Or, you know, you might sound more, you know, sophisticated saying this yeah. word. Exactly. Why not? Yeah, exactly. a lot of people got it confused where they think that they got to write their own songs or whatever, whatever. But I tell you about 90% of my studio sessions, we go in and there's about two writers inside yeah, the yeah. studio. Yeah. And there's also not only two writers, there's two producers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And that is literally what it takes to make a hit record now. Because everyone, like if you're sitting yeah. in a room with a bunch of creative artists, it's only going to be better. It's, it's only going to get better. better. Yeah. yeah. Brainstorm. Yeah, and if you're able to, like, also contribute in the mix, too, you know, then I think it's a win-win situation. Yeah. You're working with the songwriter, but the artist is also like, hey, here's my input, too. Input, yes. You know, yeah. it's important. I think there's yeah. a lot of neg- a negative connotation regarding being a ghostwriter, right? Yeah, a lot of people... using a ghostwriter. Oh, using, yeah. Using ghost so, yo, this is the thing. A ghostwriter is Amira singing a song that someone else wrote with not getting no credit about it. Yes. That's a ghostwriter. Yes. Right. Having writers to write your tracks and right. to help you right. collaborate yeah, right. Right. is point. a different yeah. thing. Because, yeah. like, the dream. Right. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Wrote Umbrella, yeah. you know? For real. Yeah. Yep. But he has the credits. Yeah. Exactly. I'm saying that's exactly. not a ghostwriter. He's, exactly. He's a writer. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. A ghostwriter is saying story, you're doing these tracks work, work. and you're not yeah. giving credit to the people who did the did the work. Yeah. Exactly. But even even if it's a ghostwriter or writer, I there's think this there's still a negative. There is a negative. Yeah. Because they think it's all ghostwriter. But those are people's... Those are people's... That's their thought when they don't really know what it's like to actually go into yes. the studio. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know the process. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. And it's like people don't realize that even though you're just a writer or they're just they're writing a song, they get banged. Like, oh, they get banged. The writer is where the money's how much at. money... Neo made off of Let Me Love You for Mario, like, you're thinking, you're, you're yeah. crazy. And, like, oh, yeah. people don't see it that way, right? Oh, it's, it's just, yeah. it's, just like, it's a job, too. It's exactly. a job, too, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it so is. a lot of these artists start as writers or ghostwriters, and they move right. their up into the industry, and then right. finally they get their voice heard, and that's Or cool, even the opposite. Right? Some of these people start out as artists, and they realize, I might not have the look. Yeah. I might not have the voice. Yeah. But you know what? I got the brains to exactly. write bars, exactly. write flows to make music. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in right now, we got Amira in the building alongside Mindful, alongside Vivid. We got the girl in the building, DJ Cal. I go by the name of Mr. High Quality. I almost messed up my own name. How did you do that? How did you do that? Again, man, you inside the RLE show, inside A9, the only show where you hear the unheard. I'm going to get into the next track. 
goes by the name of Vinny Kanna. Song goes by the name of Foria. That was Foria. Up next, we got our Throwback Thursday session in progress. It goes by the name of Team Milan. Little Empire. It's a throwback. No holding back. Here we go. Yo, Team Milan. Little Empire. I want to say big ups to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. We got to pull up the track. We got to pull up the track. Once again, it's Team Milan. If you see him right now, if you're with him right now, I want you to go give him a big hug. Say happy birthday, man. We heard it here first on the Harley Show. Here we go. That was T Millen. No holding back. Little Empire. Once again, happy birthday, brother. Happy birthday. We got we got a mirror in the building, mindful. Me in the building, DJ Cal. This is the Harley Show, the only show where you hear the unheard. Now, I want to get into this next track. But I want to ask you first, um, what song would you like the viewers to hear? Ooh, I think, um, you know, if you're to hear a you know, they need to get ready for summer. You know, summer's yeah. not over. Yes. We look yeah. for a little bit because of yeah. COVID, but yeah. it's still hot. It's still here. It's still humid out. It's still humid out, you know? I yeah. think they need to hear Drops to the Floor. That's yeah. a banger. Adios are still open. Oh, yeah. Lyric video out Listen, now. Let's work a little bit oh, yeah. too. <laughs> Lyric video. Videos, Rated Amira, Samisam, you know? Rated Amira. Rated Amira. That's the IG, you know? Okay. Yeah. Rated Amira. That's what it is. I want to I play a little snippet of this track, okay? It goes by the name of Drop to the Floor. Okay. It's on to the, the flow. To the flow. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Why would you put the two O's in the O? We gotta be grammatic. You know, the grammar has to be on point. To the floor. Otherwise, Spotify's gonna be like, yo. Yo, bro. What's that? Right? Alright, so it goes a little something like this. So that song, Drop to the Floor, the first track on the on the EP. Um, let me like the, talk to me about that track. How did you even come up with that song? Was it the, was it something that inspired you to make that song, or did AJ or sorry Mindful give you that track? I'm like, yo, like this is a it's a club tune, you know, like oh, that, was, that, 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 that was that was it. Definitely put your input, but yo, the cards, the cards, the dominoes, oh, the cards, the, the deck cards. of cards, the, the sound effects, bro. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah! I actually forgot about yo, that. You're making the beat out of like yeah. random so, stuff so, in the room. Yeah, so it's funny. So we had the beat already done. Mm-hmm. And then we're recording to the beat, whatever, whatever. And I'm just, you, normally when I'm in the studio and V's doing his engineering wizardry. Wizardry, uh, that's, that's the correct <laughs> word, wizardry. He is a wizard. He is a wizard. <laughs> but anyway, the wizard, um, while he's doing that stuff, I'm usually just playing around with stuff, random objects and stuff that I hear. Like, I want to add that and layer it to the beats normally. Yeah. More times V tells me no. But this yeah. time I was persistent. Like, yo, bro, let me do it. Yeah, yeah he, he was persistent. He was. Yeah. I need the cards. I need it to be in the beat. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, all right, whatever. Go in there. So, so some of those distortion sounds you hear. Some of those like, it's some accents on the snares. Let's hear it again. Let's hear it again. That's great. So, like, when you're writing some music like this, so you need to write a club banger. You hear a beat like this. Club bang. Where are you drawing your inspiration from? Well, it was crazy because actually the way that this whole song was made is I was, uh, you know, messaging Mindful and I'm like, yo, bro, you know, I'm, f- I'm feeling like I need to hear some new shit, you know, hear, hear yeah. some new stuff, move away from the R&B, give me something, you know, different. And so he pulled this up, you know, and it, it was a WhatsApp message, fam, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. I hear it on WhatsApp. 
I'm like, I don't know if I can say this on air. I'm like high as hell. You yeah. know, I'm just chilling at home. And I just like hear this friggin' beat and I'm like, oh my God, I want to shake my ass. Like yeah. when I hear this beat, like yeah. I just want to shake some ass, you know? And, you know? So I went, so then I just started kind of like, no, 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 You know, just kind of yeah. like getting some melodies in. And then I, I started, you know, putting words in and then I sent it to these guys and I'm like, yo, what do you think about this? And, 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 right? And then, and then my phone was like, yo, bro, like that's actually fire. And you know, B was like, yo, like, do this let's record this stuff yeah. you know so yeah. then we went and we recorded it and it was it was just yeah that man that's a one-nighter i think that it was, was a one-nighter yeah i think most of it all, all tracks no way. in one, one night session. yeah and then so we would come back the next day or the next session and then we would be like okay what's missing let's double this up yeah let's do ad-libs and mm-hmm. blah 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 okay you didn't yeah. say this line right we gotta retake let's this retake. line right yeah. Yeah. yeah the motive for the song when you when you first make the song is just let's make the song yeah yeah don't worry exactly like making it perfect exactly. after you know even like the ending of the song you know like there's you hear like a gunshot in, in the back and then it comes around and then it clicks right yeah so it's funny because when we first made the song all of us were low-key a little uncertain about that we were like yo yeah. like do we like the gunshot i don't know you know even in my head i'm like bro i don't know if i like this i'm then, still 50 50 no yo no, I, love I, love I love it i love it you the I response like it, though people have been telling me they because you know why they transition. Yeah. So when it goes into the club, it does the same up. thing. You know, like I got enemies. You know, yeah, yeah he does. Yeah. Gunshot mean forward. Yeah. You know, and honestly, so, like my, my goal was like, you know, I want to make a summer banger. I want to make something that you can dance to, have fun to. And this song was this beat. Sorry, was just like the perfect way to lay that foundation definitely. out. You know, definitely so, a timeless track. And we were all kind of on the same page with that. Yeah. And so it was just such a good like team it's a effort. Strong, strong first song too. Yeah. But, like, something that I found common in, in all of these tracks was the love and savagery that you kind of wrote to in every song. What, like, what kind of drew your inspiration to that? Because clearly you savage. <laughs> and, you don't, and you don't hold back. You don't hide from it. You know, like, you just, you know, where, where, where are you drawing that inspiration from? Where is that coming from? Because it's a common yeah. vibe on Vibes. And vibes. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be real with you. It's it's a lot of personal experience that I go through. You know, I've yeah. had my fair share of talking to those F-boys and yeah. dealing with that shit. And, you know, mm. I like to sing about it because it yeah. was an experience, you know. Yeah. And the thing is, is a lot of girls that are like me, they go through this shit. Yeah. They, they go through the F-boy stage. They go through the, you know, playing, getting played, be the yeah. player. So I was like, you know what? I want to be relatable as hell because this is shit that I've been through. You exactly. Know? And even with love, like, low-key, I'm a little bit of a romantic, too, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I want to sing about love a little bit as well because I think about love. But I also think about, yo, F guys or F this or, yeah. you know, you don't know what you're dealing with. So, yeah. you know, it's just a little bit of a, a mesh between the two. A nice balance, I would say. Balance is a good word, yeah. yeah. Bad gal, but good gal, too. Bad gal, but good gal, yeah. <laughs> with that being said, let's get into the next track. Oh, this one's... Um, <laughs> it, 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 they always stump me, man. Always... This song is Lilai Kara by Navina and Jerome B. Welcome back to the RLE Show. You are now listening to A on A9 Radio. Up next, we have our girl Harini AP. The song, Voice Olave. Let's go. Welcome back to the RLE show. Locked alone inside A9, the only show where you hear the unheard. We got Amir in the building. We got Mindful in the building. We got Vivid in the building alongside DJ Cal. I go by the name of Miss Tri-Quality. <laughs> all right, we're going to wrap this up real quick. And I got one final question for all of you guys. I want to know, if you 
there are a bunch of independent artists that are trying to make their come up right now. What is your one piece of advice that you could give them, you know, that, that help you become successful? You know, you as a producer, you know, help you kind of get your name out there. And you, you know, you, you were all three. <laughs> you, you, know, you, you, you. Okay, so <laughs> look, you we locked the eyes. We locked the eyes. We're like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> what did you even do? You Good did, question, did all three. Good yeah. Question. Amir, let's start with you. You know, um, what's your piece of advice that we could go with? Honestly, I think my piece of advice would be to all artists, listen to your gut, you know? A lot of times in the studio, an artist has an idea of what they want, but sometimes they second-guess themselves. And I think when you have a good team yeah. around you, people are not going to bring you down. They're going to yeah. try to enhance your ideas and bring it up. So exactly. my artists that are listening, you know, follow your gut. Whatever you want, you know, chase that. You know, don't second-guess yourself all the time. Just right. trust the process and trust yourself as for sure. the artist that's making the music. Oh, know? for sure. Definitely, you got to trust, you got to trust your art. Absolutely. If you don't trust it, who else is going to, you know? Also, if you don't trust your brand, you know, like, even with Drake, you don't see Drake rocking anything other than Nike and OVO, you know, because he trusts his brand, he believes in his brand, it's, he lives and breathes his brand. Leads by the brand. Yeah, and that's what you got to do, you know? Mindful, what about you, man? Any up-and-coming producers listening right now? Yo, honestly, man, just don't, don't doubt this game you're gonna go through ups you're gonna go through downs you're gonna think you're not good enough you're gonna think what you're making isn't gonna hit you're gonna think oh, am i doing too much am i not doing enough man just work man get the work out and that's yeah, it bro that's all it is that's all it is same thing man so, just, just work like just that's it so vivid um you went through being an artist well you started being a as a producer, she's yeah, still an artist, but unreleased tracks. If you see Vivid in the, in the mall barber. or somewhere, you know, you're like, hey, man, I think you should get back into doing all four, you know? <laughs> you know no, he's, 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 he's currently still doing all four. Right? Don't get it twisted. Yeah, 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 right? He's really low-key, like, yo, sharing is caring, yeah. fam. Yeah. But Vivid, man, I want, I want you to let, you know, our, our listeners know, you know, like, what's, what's your take on what you could give out as the, the best piece of advice that mm. someone young and up and coming could mm. hear. I think my best piece of advice um, to anybody making music is just like you can never make enough music and you will always make a better song than mm. your last song. Yeah. Well, for sure. So don't, attached. don't get attached. And another thing I say is uh, another term is like we say demo itis. You have demo itis. So you get attached Physically, emotionally, whatever, you get attached to the demo of the song. Yeah. But then you don't realize, okay, we have to do this and that to finish the song. Yeah. So people just get attached to that one studio session. And then the next studio session, they come in, and then they're not performing the same way, so they feel discouraged. Exactly. Um, all how do you avoid is, that, though? How do you avoid it? got to keep working, honestly. you got to keep yeah, working. Like, work every, I, I promise you, every song will be better than the next. Yeah. But then the last, sorry. The Every last. mix you make will be better than the last mix. Yeah. I guarantee you that. Jeez. Just A lot of people just think about music as a monetary thing where I yeah. have to pay money to go to the studio. I have to pay my engineer. I have to pay my producer to make music. But if you build the right team, you don't got to pay anybody for anything. Mm-hmm. All you need to focus on at that point is making Word. music. Making music, right? yeah, making the bangers. So a lot of people will spend $500 at the studio, $500 for a beat, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Let's say, let's say a song costs you $1,000. This is without a team. This is just freelancing yeah. off the internet. Yeah. Um, 
and you're like, oh my god, I spent one thousand on this song. I can't afford to go back and make a second song. Yeah, that's the problem. Is yeah. that you can't expect the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever, up to your hundred song. How many yeah. songs have mm-hmm. I made? Over a thousand songs I've made that nobody's yeah. heard. Exactly, and I'm still not dropping music yeah. because I'm hearing that my craft isn't perfect to the way yeah. I want it to be. And it's always getting all better. I can say. It's always yeah. getting better. Make more music, like AJ said, like. Like your first song is not going to be your best. Yeah, yeah, you can't think it's that. It's usually like a hundred, like one in a hundred. You know that. Yeah, like you can't think like this like, track is going to be the one, and if this one doesn't succeed, then I failed. You can't think like yeah. that. Yeah, you can't. Well, guys, I want to say thank you so much for coming to the RLE show thank on such short notice. Thank you, RLE. Oh, no, for yeah. sure. RLE. Shout out RLE one oh, yeah. time. Shout out Mr. High Quality. Shout out Dills, out. too, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, shout out Dills. Love you, Dills. Love you, Dills. Love you, well, yeah, man, yo, this is the show where you hear the unheard. To kind of end off the night, we got Suti Suti by Achu, Daniel Yogadas, and Jerome Dwarm, B. Back. Here we go. Right.